Hello and welcome to the Average Golf Society podcast. Uh, this podcast is for every golfer known to man. If you're a scratch player, if you're a 28 handicapper, if you're a hacker, uh, if you're a social golfer, if you just like going to the driving range and just smashing some balls, this podcast is for you. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Rob. How are you doing, buddy? Very well, thank you, Wazza. How are you? I'm um, all good, thank you, mate. I'm all good. I should good. also probably point out this podcast is for, so for non-golfers. You might just have an interest and just think, oh, let's try this podcast, see, see what golf's all about. And you'll hear yeah. some really weird stuff about what golf's about on our podcast, I'll tell you that. Uh, it's not just weird stuff. We just like <laughs> taking the piss out of each other and having a bit yeah. of banter and... You know, yeah. like anything and everything around golf, really. That's all yeah. good. You will learn that golf is not just about knee-high socks and gentlemen playing, you know, um, gentlemen's games, which it is for, for, for lads and lasses and uh, just normal people, really. Yeah, definitely, yeah. mate. Definitely, mate. So um, just that's nice to have a – to be back, actually, after a week off, don't you think, mate? Yeah, but it was also quite nice to have a week off, you know. Yeah. As much as as much as we love doing this podcast, you know, you, you still have to do it every week, so it, it 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 can be slight of a chore sometimes, but only sometimes. So it is just nice to have a week off. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely, mate. Um, so I'm going to ask you the same question I ask you every week, Rob, <laughs> and I know the answer before I've even asked the question. Yeah. Have you played any golf, Rob? Do you mean this week or since our last podcast? Since our last podcast. Okay. Sort of. I've been to the driving <laughs> range. <laughs> oh, that's, that's progress. That's progress. That's, that's is, swing yeah. in the golf club. But that was last week. It wasn't It wasn't the week just gone. Yeah. <laughs> I, was away, I was away for work last week, so I oh, right, okay. no chance to do anything at all. Um, yeah, it was all right. I just, just went on my own, just hit a few balls. Um, yeah. Not, nothing exciting. I hit a few good ones, a few bad ones, but mostly just sort of average shots I was, I was kind of pleased because um you know i didn't go wrong at all it was just you know decent shot decent shot nothing nothing spectacular but but quite steady that's good man that's what you want though isn't it when you go to the range exactly just especially yeah. this, especially with winter golf like know, more, more to keep the eye in and stuff mm. like that isn't that really but i really sort of took my time as well i got less balls than i normally do but took the same amount of time to hit them if you see what i mean um, yeah, so you really sort of concentrate more rather than just exactly. like hitting one. Yeah, because sometimes I go there, I buy a hundred balls and I've gone through them all in in like twenty minutes, half an hour, which is right. quite a, a rate of hitting when you when you think about it. It's yeah, like, I don't know, three or four a minute. So um, uh-huh. yeah, but on this occasion, I, I only got fifty, and I I was there for I don't know thirty minutes, forty minutes. So nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, just just a bit more smoother. Yeah. What Much. about you? I know you've actually played a round of golf, so tell me about that. Um, yeah, so uh, me and Tim, we both sort of are a member of a social club in our local mm-hmm. area, and they have a little little society in there that I play a couple of times a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Tim's first time in playing, so we had a little uh, 18 holes at Halesworth Golf Club in Suffolk. Uh, but on the nine-hole course, we just went around there twice because um, the ability in that court in that society isn't it's for everybody but it's put that like that okay yeah so yeah. there's people of lots of higher standards and lower standards okay. with with me and tim being on the end of the the lower standards which is still not like scratch golfers but we're better yeah, yeah. than the other people which it doesn't t- matter so what did the top end play off then what what was the highest uh 33 oh okay yeah uh, and that's this is a made up one and that was probably his would probably be like higher than that if I was a proper handicap. Sure, sure. Um, but at the same time, like we all drink together in the same social club, mm-hmm. we all have a laugh together, and that's what it's for. It's not serious. So, nice. how many? How um, many of you were there? Uh, Eleven of us. There's meant 11? to be twelve, but there's meant to be more than that. But some people cancel on the grounds of like not feeling very well and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I see. I see. Um, but it, it, we still had a good day, a really good day. So good weather. Good weather? It, it started sunny and come over overcast. It was a bit chilly, but mm. we've had a lot of rain this way in the yeah. last like last week. And you could tell by on the course how much rain there we'd had because it was so mm. wet. Cool. Um, to the point it's been cold where, as well in the last week. Yeah, it's freezing. 
I mean, to the point, I actually text the guy who organised it. Said, I think you better text the course to see if it's actually open, because really? Howesworth isn't uh, known for its very good drainage. Sure, of, uh, yeah. it's not a winter course, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's definitely a summer course. But saying that, the greens are still really nice, and that's like the eighteen hole is really good, but the nine hole is still a really good standard. Um, it's good to watch Tim. That's the best I've ever seen Tim play on um, on Saturday as well. Yeah, I saw on Instagram that he he was a winner on the day. Yeah, that trophy was awesome. Trophy, it's a cool trophy. Yeah, why can't we have a trophy like in our society? Uh, may, may, maybe I'll speak to a man who can make us one. Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, all in all, it was, um, it was a good day. I mean, we how much was it? Twenty-seven quid. <laughs> um, so we had eighteen holes, bacon roll, coffee, and we had a burger and chips afterwards. And that was homemade burger, homemade chips. So lovely. Oh. Lovely. Now you're talking. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't, and we had pa- paid a pound for engraving on the trof- trophies as well. Oh, I see. You do that. Okay. Did um, you do like uh, nearest the pin and um, longest drive? Yeah, yeah, we did um, for a bottle sort of thing. Uh, so yeah. that was, um, we just done it. We had two, because that's on the nine hole, and we played like nine holes, then another nine hole straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, we just left them out there. So it was a case of... Um, you had two goes at it, which was good, which was nice. Um, yeah, it's good. Really good day. Cool. How, how would you rate the course using our normal rating system? Um, I'm going to give it a six on the basis of how wet it was. Sure. Um, and just, which is a not true representation of how good the nine hole actually is. Yeah, um, and I know it's only a nine hole course, but it was still like some of the greens were a bit not squelchy, but you could when you stood on you sort of saw a move. If you know what I mean, yeah. it was a bit spongy and and uh, it weren't. I'll be honest with you, the fairways weren't as bad as what Dunson Hall were in the previous month. Really? The fairways were quite nice, but it was still a lot of laying water. Mm-hmm. Um, tee boxes were pretty good. Um, yeah, and to be honest with you, over the last couple of years, Howesworth have really put on a lot of work into their course. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they planted 3,000 trees a few years ago. Sure. Um, and to see them now grown up a bit, so mm-hmm. they're taller than me, and like, I'm 5'8", so they're probably about 6 foot, 6 and a half foot. Yeah. They're really nice, especially with the autumnal feel with all the different colours of the leaves. It was really nice on some holes. Nice, sounds um, good. I'm a bit Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it was cheap as well. So yeah. I think Can't they were just happy to have people on the course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was cool. Good. Cool. Um, we had a bit of um, had a bit of banter on Sunday as well, Rob. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> yeah, go on. Fill so, our listeners in. So we um, we had, there we were, just minding our own business on Sunday. And uh, the lads from the four ball on Instagram decided to... Um, I think they started a bit of Instagram beef, I think. Claiming that Rob had um, emailed <laughs> them to to see Tim's swing. And they basically told him to to stop coming on here and stop playing golf, I think. As a joke, there's a bit of banter that is, by the way, as well. And they sent a few <laughs> comments over. So um, we're going gonna to throw the gauntlet out now. I've attempted to do this twice on Instagram today. Once I got told... Of, told by tim i didn't sound proper and the other one it (laughs) uploaded all out of sync so i've deleted that so i will do another one tomorrow but we're going to throw the gauntlet out to the four ball boys now um Mm -hmm. we want to play you guys on a neutral ground yeah so somewhere in the middle of where either where we live uh have a bit of a u4 versus me rob tim and one of our mates Mm mm-hmm this is all friendly, by the way. We don't actually dislike you guys, by the way. But, uh, wow. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, just have a bit of a um, bit of a laugh, and let's sort let's sort this out. Exactly. Yeah, it's but, put put your money where your mouth is, boys. Come on. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we'll think of some sort of humbling thing for the losers that have to do. You know, I'm I'm sure we can sort this out with our Instagram of um, what the losers can do and what the the winners can do. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, I'm up for that. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this week's guest, Rob, who we got on the podcast? 
We have got Miss Danielle Ferry. Yes, what a lovely lady she is. She is. Um, her Instagram handle is at dan danny dot ferry. I think danny dot ferry. Anyway, so. she'll tell us anyway when, when you listen to the interview with her. Um, yeah. Really nice girl. She's got lots to say, um, and it's. I thought we were going to be talking to her about sort of women's golf, but it turned into sort of a talk about junior golf and how she got into a young age, mm. um, which is, is almost as interesting, um, if not more so. So, um, so yeah, have a listen. Okay, so this week we're delighted to be joined by Danny Ferry. Hello, Danny. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Good, thanks. I like the fact oh. this is a, a an audio podcast, but you waved. It I was very... still wave. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hi, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the jazz hands wave there. <laughs> so um, let's start our podcast how we always start asking our guests. How did you get into golf, Danny? Okay. Um, so I was about nine years old um, and my dad just took me and both my younger brothers I have two of those um to a local golf club where we had like group junior sessions um never really thought about golf before in fact at that point I don't think I knew what it was um I don't think I'd watched it or heard about it um so yeah that was really cool me and my brothers really enjoyed it and I kind of took it up quite easily I would say I guess Mm -hmm quite young it was sort of easy to pick up I was quite a sporty kid as well um so I guess hand-eye coordination oh (laughs) um so yeah it it kind of came about like that I then sort of took it on a bit further um my brothers stopped playing after a couple of years um but I carried it on until Actually, I was 18 years old, um, where I played all through my junior years um, at a local golf club. Um, And yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was junior captain of my club as well for a year, um, which was really cool. And yeah, loved loved the game. So did you like stop at 18? Is that what you're saying for for a while? Yeah, so I stopped. I say I stopped competitive golf. Um, cause I was playing like three times a week mm-hmm. before then, just cause after school, you can just pop down to driving range and whatnot, um, mm-hmm. play in club matches and stuff. And that was really cool. And yeah, at 18, I then went to uni and that's where it all sort of paused. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> life the gets drinking. in the way. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Student life, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I pub think golf. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, pub golf. I was great at that. <laughs> uh, That's something we've never talked about on this podcast, Warren. Can we do an episode talking about the rules of pub golf? God, yes. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Maybe we should do one where we play it and just slowly deteriorate as we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be so good. Listen to that one. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh, maybe that could be our Christmas one, Rob. Yeah, just maybe. Do, like, pub golf and just get drunk. That's not a good idea. Okay. Okay. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, (laughs) go off on a tangent. Um, Pub golf is much more interesting, I'm sure. (laughs) But no, so I kind of paused um, competitive golf for a bit. I I was, yeah, doing the uni life for a bit. And then um, I kind of, I I worked in golf clubs growing up. So from the age of 15, I, I was working in my golf club that I played at. And, um, yeah, from then on, it was kind of just casual golf, I suppose. I was mm. playing maybe once or twice a year if I was lucky. Um, just because coming back home, I sort of wanted to spend time with family and friends. And golf wasn't really sort of on the cards. Did you also yeah. find it hard? I'm, I'm guessing when you were a younger player, you got um, a very cheaper deal on um, golf club membership compared to when you were home from uni and probably had a lot less money yeah was that a factor um i definitely would say yes um Mm -hmm. i'm still sort of at that point now (laughs) um i haven't been out of uni for too many years now but um because i did a four-year degree so it was um that's why i was four years sort of out of competitive golf i still don't play competitively properly again 
um it's more social and um yeah just for fun at the moment um but yeah definitely with the membership as i was younger i didn't pay so that was great <laughs> my dad paid for that which is really nice of him um but now i'm full working adult i have to sort of fund my own hobbies um and yeah it does does factor in um i've sort of been weighing up whether or not to join as a member uh, like a full member or just a casual one somewhere um but at the moment for me it's not really viable um yeah maybe next year i think that's my goal Mm. it's tricky isn't it, when you work full time to to justify a membership somewhere because if you can't play it a weekend then it's sort of a wasted week you know uh, that's the thing and weekends aren't long enough at all so uh, <laughs> mm. a lot of my friends don't um sort of live around my area anymore because i made them when i went to uni a lot of people moved out of home um i live kind of in the countryside so it's not a lot happening here but it's <laughs> But for getting together, play, play, play with golf, it's sort of harder. Um, okay. Where are you from? What, what is your local course? Um, so I'm from like the Guildford area, which mm -hmm. is just south of London. Um, and I used to play at Bramley Golf Club um, as a junior, which <clears throat> unless you know the area, I don't think you'd really know of it. Um, okay. but it does I, sound familiar, but I don't know why. Um, I must have driven past it or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It is on a main sort of road. Mm. Um, but no, now I play most of my social golf at Silvermere Golf, golf Club. Um, that's also where I work, so it's really handy um, to pop out there. Is that why you're on the range every lunchtime and you're posting on your Instagram? <laughs> yes, that is why. It, I can literally <laughs> step out of my office door and go onto the driving range, which is really helpful. Um, oh, thanks talk about a stress reliever at lunch i would love that <laughs> i know i know it's great if i've had a tough day at work you'll find me on the range straight up straight after five o'clock uh, so, so you work in retail does that mean you have to deal with troublesome customers who, who who potentially could bottle up something inside you that you need to release with a driver <laughs> every customer is right so <laughs> so in that sense but yeah actually it's it's quite nice after a long day um I don't work in the shop um, as such. It's in the offices doing marketing and retail admin. It's that kind of thing. But it is tough. Um, but it's fun. It's a very fast-paced golf course as well. So it's very busy. Always oh, cool. going on. Uh, yeah. Have you got a good member? Is there a good membership at the golf club? Yeah, I don't think it's too expensive. It's just a little bit far from home for me to um, actually get a membership. It's still about a 45-minute drive from home. Okay. Um, so sort of the extent of my golf at the moment there is just after work. Um, I don't really tend to drive that far on the weekends just to go to, like, when you work somewhere as well, it's like you don't want to go there on the weekends as well which T totally get that yeah you kind of win some you lose some and yeah mm, that's all right though um so we'll just um you said to when i spoke to you earlier on the year mm. like you were coming on the podcast you'd actually got some tickets through work to go to the wentworth to the bmw how was that that was uh yeah that was amazing it was so i actually went to Wentworth for the BMW champs um when I was about 14 I think I was I'll start young awesome yeah so that was actually through Surrey Golf um I got tickets then as well which was really handy um and I, since then I haven't been to a professional competition um which I've wanted to do for a long time so when these tickets came up through work I was like yes me please like take me um and so we're lucky enough to have like really great um relationships with suppliers and everything um and our great friends at Titleist they helped us out with um some range passes and we got to go on the tour truck which was really cool um saw a couple of players in there as well getting all their clubs 
sort of adjusted before the comp. Uh, yeah, so it was really cool to sort of see how the behind the scenes worked um, and then get to go around the golf cl- like club as well um, mm. and the course and watch the players. So, yeah, it was really good. Nice. I'm a bit, a bit jealous. I'd like to have gone to that. Me too, me too. And you had some really nice weather for it as well. Oh, it was beautiful. Like, I think the day after was exceptionally hot. The, way, mm-hmm. the day I went, it was really nice. But... Um, yeah, and then the weekend turned a bit rubbish, actually, the Sunday. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think I got the best best weather for it, to be honest. Very, very nice. You um, haven't got a long trek for the Open next year. Are you going to you gonna go to that? I where is can't can't be more than an hour, on, hour and a half from you. It's in um, Sandwich. Oh, Kent. No, that's not too far, actually. Um, I mean, I was very close to the Open this year no it wasn't that was that's in ireland last this year the um justin rose one or the tommy fleetwood oh the the british masters is it or something like yeah, that yeah the masters. Yeah, that's mm. the one i was really close to this year that that was like half an hour from me nice yeah nice yeah i yeah maybe i'll track over there a couple of my friends have tried to get into it actually playing in it so if they ever get in which fingers crossed then um yeah then nice. I'll, you know, I'll nab a cuddy spot <laughs> <laughs> that's so, cool yeah, yeah that's really cool i like that so um do you how how do you feel about the women's the women's game um i think it's definitely got better um in sort of relation to how it's improved over the years from when I was a junior golfer there's definitely more talk about it um and I think it's in a good place like it's definitely getting there um I think yeah with all the sort of competitions that have been more televised I know there's definitely not enough of that I would say, uh, mm. but it's it is getting there. Yeah. Um, what would if if you had a group of schoolgirls, mm. never played golf? Um, what would how would you try and convince them to play golf? What would you say to them? Um, okay. Well, for one, it's it's really social. Like I I actually love that about golf, and I think <laughs> what kind of kept me in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually go out outside. That's just the best bit as well. I think you're outside, mm. even if it's not for a whole round. Like I guess beginners wouldn't go out for a whole round, but they can go out there with their friends and sort of all learn at the same pace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is just a fun thing to learn, and then mm-hmm. it can be something you can take on through your entire life. Um, mm-hmm. Like a great example is, well, from me, for instance, I stopped when I went to uni and now I picked it up because I now work in golf um, and I find it easier to sort of get out there. But I've been having lessons with um, the head pro at Silvermill, which is great. Um, and it's just really helped me get back into golf properly. Yeah. Um, but now I play it more because I enjoy it. Not because I have to rock up at a competition every other weekend, um, which, in a way, kind of was a blessing in disguise that I stopped. I think um, because I was losing a bit of the love. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but when you're playing it to enjoy it, then that's like the best thing. I think. So um, when you were playing more often, and now, in fact, how how, um, how good did you get? What what was your handicap? Um, so I think the best that I ever got down to was 10. Mm. I think it was 10. Um, and my best actual round though was eight over par. Um, so that, yeah, that, that was like when I was playing properly (laughs) and now kind of back at point almost, I would say, I'm back at the 10 
11 sort of point. That's still really, still, really good. Really good standard of golf. Really good yeah. standard of golf. I mean, that's the thing. That's that's what's great about it as well. If you, you kind of learn young as well, uh, not saying that everyone has to start young. I mean, it's, it helps in anything, really. But mm-hmm. um, that sort of gave me the chance to pick it back up. Um, and, yeah, so that that's what I really enjoyed about that. Um, well, yeah. Nice. I think you'd hammer us then if you're, in, if you're <laughs> yeah. down to that level. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. But so, that handicap is there for, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah true. Very true. Um, so, what what more do you think needs to be done to get more women and more young people as well into playing golf? Um, so, I know there's like a lot of talk about um, sort of more involvement in competitions. I think that can definitely be improved. In it's more at a club level, I think, mm-hmm. and kind of grassroots. Um, mm-hmm. you make it fun and inclusive and not I think separating boys and girls it can have its pros and cons but to begin with I think you've just got to get everyone involved um, and that in turn will help like the younger girls enjoy it more yeah. um, and then even if it's not younger girls if it's women um, old or young then just sort of having fun and inclusive sort of lessons or um, even if it's not a lesson, it's just a thing you can rock up to and um, just try out one golf club or yeah, fun, fun and social environment is always a winner. Um, Everyone likes having fun. Everyone likes social. So (laughs) Um, yeah I think that is the way forward following on from like how to get young sort of girls into golf um, I think a couple of factors also need to be thought about like with parents or guardians that like just encourage the young ones like it's a massive thing for me I know as a young girl I was only nine and my dad just took us to these golf lessons mm-hmm. and that was a massive help. Just, I know I had my brothers there with me, so I think that was quite a big factor. But actually, after every single golf lesson, my dad would sort of quiz us on what we learned. And then throughout the week, like, we'd talk about what we're, we're going to do in the next lesson. And that was, like, really encouraging. Um mm-hmm. And then when I got to sort of club level, so that that was more being taken to competitions and being sort of not not pushed into competitions, but being told, yeah, you you can do it, go for it. Um, and even if you don't win, like I didn't win everything, um, mm-hmm. but it actually really helped with my confidence. Um, and I think golf is a great game for confidence especially for young girls um so i think it's key just to even if they're a bit shy to begin with it will really bring that out in them uh, mm-hmm. definitely um i mean i yeah i know girls now that have been playing for years and they were the shyest little girls mm-hmm. um when they started but now they're getting involved with the all the group lessons um, and it's great to see it. It's so it's so nice and um, see people evolve. Um, I've I've done a little bit of group co- coaching as well. Um, I've got my level one in golf coaching, so I sort of nice. helped out um, when I was working down in Dorset. I worked at Parkstone Golf Club, if you've heard. Mm-hmm. Of um, so I got involved in some of the group lessons there, and that was every weekend sort of there was a a girls group and they were really lucky to have actually three age ranges of girls that went to these lessons um which was brilliant so after they sort of reached a certain age or ability they would move up Mm -hmm. and be with the other girls and it was was really good to see so many that actually enjoyed the game and enjoyed learning and 
having mini competitions and that kind of thing. So, yeah. That's cool. That's another, another good thing about sort of golf for young people is it is a kind of social skill that you can use later in life. Like, I don't know, it's, learning languages and stuff at school is, is important stuff. But if if they taught like how to play golf so that when you got to a working environment and say there's a business meeting that happens to be on a golf course and you know sort of the, the etiquette of how that works and stuff, then that, that can be a really valuable thing to have um as you get older um yeah i would 100 percent agree with that um like i think it really teaches you sort of good etiquette like you say and that goes really far in life um so this is quite quite funny but it's really nice so i um actually won a an award for courtesy when i was a junior which okay. Um, it organization it was I think it was like the campaign for courtesy that's the one the campaign for courtesy um, and they happened to be at a competition that it was like a junior open and my team won and I was junior captain at the time so I had to do the speech um, and it was my last year that I could play in this competition because I was just getting out of the sort of junior age um, so I made a nice speech and I sort of thanked everyone and made a, a bigger thing of it because it was my last year. And then afterwards, um, my junior organizer got an email off this guy saying, oh, I'd like to um, award Danielle for her like tremendous speech and being really nice Um about the competition and like it was just a really nice speech basically um but it just shows that actually that does go a long way um and i think golf is so i mean my parents did a great job and i think golf sort of made it more i know i was able to develop those skills more because i was playing with older ladies um i was often playing in ladies competitions and matches um because i was sort of at that level where i i could play with them um and that really helped just social skills as well um and then etiquette and manners um, and all that so yeah it definitely is is good long term i agree nice ah, that sounds awesome can I ask you, Danielle, about your dad? You've mentioned him a couple of times, and he sounds like an absolute legend because he took a few nine-year-olds to the course and, and, <laughs> yeah. and got you into golf. Is, 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 has, he, has he always been a king golfer himself? Um, he, yeah, so he used to be. Unfortunately, he doesn't really play anymore. Um, his back doesn't really allow him to. Years of building work um, and the trade sort of. Um, I know. Yeah, I know, That's... which is a shame. That's coming my way in a few years. Left properly. but yeah, so he um like I say introduced me to the sport and he was actually I mean my mum was great as well, but my dad was the one who was into the sport. So it it nice. just I think it was like really nice for him that we took up that sport and he could enjoy it kind of through us. Um, and when I carried on the sport, he really like put all his energy sort of into taking me to competitions, the group coaching session, um, and became really invested in it. And so I think sort of, in my junior years, it was really nice to have him there. Nice. Do you think it sort of built a relationship with your dad that you would, might have missed out on if you didn't play golf with him then? Or was it? I, yeah maybe in a way like I've never really thought of it um like that but actually now I kind of think about it it's that was our one thing that we could just go go and do every every week and weekends mm. um and spend that actually it was really good quality time so sure yeah yeah. I mean, I, 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 my favorite person to play golf with is my dad, just because I love the four hours where we can just talk, which I don't think we'd ever do unless we were playing golf. Um, 
Certainly not without my mum being around. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mum, if you're listening. (laughs) She's our number one fan. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Um, Even I I call it playing golf with Rob's dad as well. He's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I heard actually on your. um, I listened to your um, Portugal. Was it Portugal you went to? yeah, 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 yeah. Your Portugal podcast, um, and there was the uh, young guys and the oldies. <laughs> I get team, one of those. Team Young Bucks versus oh, Team yeah. Jurassic. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, that sounded like good fun. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Really good. Do you ever play abroad or anything like that, or, or uh, have you? Would you? I have done, and I definitely would do again. Um, me and my mates are going to try and organise um, probably a golf getaway at some point in the near future, hopefully, nice. if work lets us. But um, So I played, it was in the Algarve, I think it was called Oceanico. Uh, mm-hmm. Had like two courses, the Nick Baldo course and another one. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I think that, we drove past that, didn't we, Warren? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, it was pretty it lovely. Yeah, really nice. Although on the course that I played, um, you weren't allowed caddy. So basically I was playing in a competition um, and you weren't allowed caddies. And it was from tea to, no, from green to tea. It was honestly, you had to get buggies from some of them. They actually let you, uh, they like transported you because it was that far. To oh, walk. Really? Wow. dragging a little golf bag around um in like 30 odd degree heat was not particularly um fun but it was a great competition and really, really nice to play in the sun um if we don't get too much of that here um mm-hmm. and i also played in um north carolina it was pine needles um, oh really oh nice yeah near Pinehurst it was that again was in another competition uh, I've never played just for fun <laughs> it was uh, always competitions oh, nice. yeah that was uh, US Kids if you've heard of that um, US Kids oh I think I have heard of that that's quite a big competition at US Kids yeah that again is really good for getting all the juniors well pretty much worldwide it was um, I played with like people from the Philippines, um, Thailand, America, uh, Spain. It was amazing, actually. Um, and yeah, I think they go from like ages six or seven. So okay. quite them really young. Um, it starts sort of more local, and then you can qualify for the sort of more global ones. Um, so I played in Scotland to then qualify for America, which was really cool. Um, nice yeah yeah so that they're my two um sort of foreign golfing experiences which were really good that sounds nice, awesome nice well the sound of that especially yeah. playing in like a like decent standards of golf in, in a competition as well abroad that's pretty epic as well yeah yeah that was um pretty eye-opening i mean as a Brit, I didn't really fare too well in the heat, um, but it was good fun and a really great experience. Um, I think North Carolina was um, more humidity than um, anything else. And that okay. was, yeah, it was very warm, very humid. Um, I don't think I placed very well in that, but it was nice to see people that could actually properly play. At such mm-hmm. a young age as well. I mean, I know I was their age at the time, but it was just amazing some of the quality golfers out there. That is cool. There's a um, a documentary on Netflix called The Short Game. Have you ever seen that? I haven't. It is on my to watch list. Yeah, I've definitely heard of that. Uh, you should. It's about um, the sort of under eights and under sevens, I think, in the US playing um, like the national tournament. And those kids are amazing. Yeah. Like, like really good. It's amazing. Like, be- a lot better than I ever will be, probably, yeah. uh, for a seven-year-old, you know. It's mad. Do you, do you ever think, though, like, to get kids playing and to be that kid that their parents are proper pushy in that then or, or not? Or do you just think that's, like, 
kids mm. are determined. Or do you think I pose it as a fifty-fifty myself? But yeah, there's probably a little bit of a little bit of push, but the kids got to have a um, some sort of spark in them, I guess, to to want to do it. Mm. I don't know. I would agree. Um, it depends. You can it can swing one way or the other, really. Like you can. I have sort of seen a, quite a few, not quite a few, a few really actual pushy parents that would sort of I don't know it would be less enjoyable for the kid I can imagine Um, Mm -hmm. but at the same time they do have to have like you say that determination to actually want to play I guess Mm -hmm. it's just the parents sort of making them understand what it takes to actually get to that level um, because mm. it really does take a lot. I mean, I barely, well, I played like quite a bit and practiced a lot, and I was still like eleven and I eleven handicap, ten handicap at my best. So, and that took a good amount of practice. So to get even better and to maintain it, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Once you get to those single figures, you, it's all about the maintaining it um, mm. and being. Well, they always say like getting down to 15 is easy but then getting from there to single figures then single figures down to there like the two hardest points to get to yeah Mm. definitely i i massive i think that's why i kind of lost the passion a bit um at that point of my life because i i plateaued hard like seriously plateaued Mm. um and i just couldn't budge from that point uh Mm -hmm. And then when I was trying really hard to do that and it just wasn't happening, it kind of became just more of a chore. Um, I still Uh. like to go out and play, but the results weren't what I wanted. So, yeah, that's, I would say, it is definitely harder. Mm. I wonder how many kids, um, I wonder how many kids like are really good when they're sort of, nine ten eleven mm. and then they hit the sort of teenage years 15 16 and suddenly they 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 lose the spark of it they, they don't fancy it anymore uh, one of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of those I imagine that's fairly common yeah i think so it's just i mean there's a thing called burnout like you can play so so much when you're a kid and get to that level where you're playing mm. loads and then it just stops and then you burn yourself out basically um mm-hmm. you i mean a lot of people might not want to take it further and that's fine um i stopped because i was like okay there's no point in me carrying on if um i don't love the game and now i, I love the game again which is great so now i've picked it back up it's fab but for yeah i think so a lot of kids will plateau and then stop. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds less enjoyable. Um, yeah, I've known known a few of those um, who just don't play anymore at all. I mean, it's quite mm-hmm. sad. Um, hopefully, one day they'll pick it back up eventually in some form. But mm-hmm. yeah. it makes my mind well talking about this because I've got a little girl and I'm desperate for her to play golf. But I don't want to push her too hard that she doesn't want to play golf. You know, it's 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 going to be so tricky when she gets to the age where I've got to try and introduce it. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's a fine balance, I think. Make it fun. Yeah. Let her go at her own pace. <laughs> but you'll know, you'll know your daughter when when she's sort of ready. And, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, what she does and doesn't like about it. So. I keep wanting to put on a, a, a bet that she'll win the Open by the time she's 20 and and an Oscar in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the odds are. <laughs> Non-applicable, I should imagine. But... <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no, no. Um, so what's next for you then, Danny? Like, have you got, uh, what are your plans for the future? Um, for now, it's making sure I can actually play to a suitable handicap on the course. I play a lot on the range, um, but as you guys probably know, it's so much different on the range to the course. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to get out onto the course and play more, really. Um, 
hopefully next year I will hopefully join somewhere um, as some sort of member, um, whether that's like as a casual or full-time member. Um, but that is that's something I wanted to do um, this year, but just haven't had the time running off. Um, I've been focusing on other things and actually getting to the point where I can play to a suitable level. Mm -hmm. um, and that. What about, um, you said earlier that you'd got sort of level one group golf coaching. Um, would you ever consider doing that professionally, going into uh, coaching? I did before. Mm -hmm. um, when I Before uni, I really wanted to be a golf coach. Um, but uh other interests took my heart really um i'm more into sort of the sports business i suppose that kind of side now mm -hmm. um, it's always something that i could go back to as a hobby i think um but yeah because I, I really like seeing um people improve and stuff that's that's actually really nice especially juniors mm -hmm. it's great fun um mm -hmm. But yeah, go, golf business and sports business is sort of my more my thing, I think. Um, yeah, but anything in golf. Golf is um, where my heart's been at forever. So, That's nice. Yeah. That's cool, I like that. Yeah. What about music? Music. What gets you pumped up for golf? It's <laughs> our standard question at the minute. Okay. Well, to be honest, I don't really listen to a lot of music when I play or practice golf. Never on the range, no? No, not really. Um, wow. I know. Oh, I've probably let you down there. Um, it's like with running. A lot of people say, like, for running, you it's easier when you don't listen to music. And I kind of found that. So maybe it's the same for me for golf. Um I like running to listening to podcasts and things where it's, you know, it's not the beat that gets me running. It's just the, the something to take away the boredom of running. Yeah, you see what I mean? Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not to say I found running particularly fun. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. But, um, yeah, I guess if I was looking for anything, like, I'm, I like music, so it's hard to say a specific more type um something that kind of relaxes me and focuses me i suppose um i like to be focused when i practice just because then it's more meaningful mm -hmm. yeah. come on pick a song stop beating uh, around the bush <laughs> um we'll add it to our playlist you see oh gosh okay now the pressure's on um right i'm gonna go through my by now if you put on a playlist, stick on a shuffle, first song, that'll be your golf song. Okay. Right, I'm going to say... Um, have you heard of Michael Kuanaka? Yes, I have. That name, that name rings a bell, yeah. Okay. Is, I've got one of his songs on my phone, but I can't think what song it is. Yeah, so there's one at the moment. Um, I actually saw him live a couple of weeks ago. Um, and a song called You Ain't the Problem. It's really good. It's quite funky. Um, yeah, and it's it's lighthearted and it it's nothing too heavy. Mm -hmm. um, okay. That keeps the spirits going. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That sounds good. We'll add that in. Nice. Thank yeah. you. All right. Thanks. I'm trying to think what the song is I've got. Rule the World. Do you know that one? Um... What? Take that. All the world. Maybe. Yeah, well. try it. Yeah, I like that one. Well. I'll, I'll look at yours. Yeah. He's, he's good, that chap, though. I like him. Yeah, he is good. Um, yeah, really good live as well. Mm. Um, Very different you... to your sort of music, Warren. <laughs> yeah, I just like zoning out a little bit. I know who he is. I think I had a few songs, but. That's not really not really my bag. Look are you into? Proper heavy metal and the nineties hip hop sort of stuff. Right. So two different genres and different ends. Pardon? Like a bit of Wu Tang? Yeah. Wu Tang, Wu Tang clan, 
Gangstar, Nas, last Drake. In summer. So Snoop Dogg is coming to um, England, the UK. Nice. Did you see um, Wu Tang Clan in in London? Yeah. At, uh, oh, yeah, so jealous. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, I yeah. didn't know all the words, but I could bop my head to it. There was some <laughs> uh, like rap guys there. It was pretty cool. Different scene, but it, yeah, again, that was really cool. Um, yeah. You weren't I even born when they were around. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, um, what is it? Uh, I've got their first album on vinyl, and that's probably one of my favourite hip-hop albums to have. Why? That's so nice. So I love getting home and just putting that on, and that's just like, oh, lovely. <laughs> that's your relaxing music. Yeah, compared to the other stuff I listen to, that's definitely more relaxing than uh, <laughs> heavy metal, so yeah. Yeah. I, I um, like a little bit of uh, rock. Oh, heavy metal, like, I can listen to a bit of, but yeah, it's more sort of seven. Oh, anything like with guitar based, I'm good with like indie metal, rock, but most majority heavy metal. Yeah, right. Um, that's been interesting. I'm very envious of been to see with Hand Clan. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just uh, the right place at the right time, I suppose. Getting being able to, I like that as well. Yeah, so, um if anyone would like to find you on social media, Danny, where could they do that? Hey, so I'm over on Instagram. And so my name is dannyferry.golf. So that's D-A-N-I-E-F-E-R-R-Y dot golf. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, cool. well, well, can they just, just uh, have a chat with you and find you there, talk about golf in general and golf yeah, management? I'm always... Sort of to chat to people like if you got any questions i'm not a golf pro but i like to chat about anything golf um yeah and if anyone's up for a round like i'm more than happy to play around um i haven't played many this year so it'll be nice <laughs> nice the weather's gonna be a bit rubbish mm-hmm. um, nice next would you play me and warren yeah definitely there you go. There you go. So that's another round sorted out, Rob. Yep, we'll make it happen. You're on the list. Wonderful. <laughs> nice one. Cool. Well, thank you ever so much for that, Danny. No, it's great. Thank you so much for inviting me on. It was um, great to chat to you guys. Um, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, lovely to speak to you all. Nice one. Thank you, Danny. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Bye. Right. <laughs> she nice waved again. She Okay, so that was Danielle Ferry, um, lovely girl. Enjoyed that yeah, one? Yeah, I did, really interesting chat. Mm. Um, she spoke very well for her age. She's a lot younger than what I thought she was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Very interesting. There's a lot of things about junior golf that I didn't actually know. I know. I'm always envious because I always wish I started playing golf earlier. Yeah. But at the same time, talking to her, I'm worry, I do worry if you start too early, you, you get a bit jaded buy it by the time you get you know to your to your teens you know yeah i know it's a case of like teenage burnout really isn't it yeah exactly and, yeah. and um it's it's like you get to sort of like our age now and you're just like well i've done a lot now i don't know what to do it no more yeah yeah um I, I can see why going to uni would make you stop for a few years because um, probably it's a whole different thing. Parting. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I wonder how many people stop when they go to like uni or something and then never get back into golf. I reckon there's quite a few. I reckon there'd be quite a few as well. But mm. it's, it's not just that as well, though. I mean, like you could grow out of it mm. in your teenage years, like you know, when you discover uh, girls, boys, and other interests that you, even though if you're quite a good golfer, you might just think, well not really into it anymore sort of thing yeah as with any sport you know yeah which is which is fine by the way as well yeah um so yeah that was really good i really enjoyed that Mm. really good yeah totally um if someone would like to email us rob where would they like to do that well you tell me don't put the thing on me i can't remember (laughs) what the email address is that's your job it's averagegolfsociety at gmail.com nice nice um what can they do there rob 
Um, just email us if you've got any questions, if you want to come on the podcast. We we love hearing from just normal golfers. Um, we like talking to normal golfers on the podcast. Um, that's kind of what this podcast is built for, really. So if you want to come on, just get in touch and we'll, we'll make it happen. Nice, nice. What about the old Instagram? Because that's our only social channel, isn't it? It's at the average golf, all one word. There you can see pictures of you and me swinging a golf club. Um, some of them not so good. Uh, you can also see pictures of Tim, videos of Tim. Um, go back and see our our podcasts, like who we've had on. Um, but we have forgotten to put a few up, by the way, so they're not all up there. But we have, um, yeah, look, you know. If you Perhaps it's to... a good time to uh, to point out that Tim is back on Instagram as well. Yes. At the average Tim, uh, twenty-eight. Actually, I think at the average Tim, twenty-eight. Um, Does that mean there's, there's twenty-seven other average Tims ahead of him? <laughs> That's a worrying thought. <laughs> um, yeah, there you can see the locks and the socks, um, which I think is sticking. But I, I did. Oh, correct! Done that to me the other day. Put lick and socks. Yeah, I saw that. That was funny. <laughs> I don't want licky socks, man. Oh, I can't think of anything worse. Imagine that. <laughs> but, um, Get a hairball. Our... Oh, don't. That just made me shudder. <laughs> um, but on our Instagram, like you can message us if you'd like to come on the podcast. If you know someone who'd like to come on the podcast, um, equally, that'd be awesome. Uh, but there you can also ask us a question. Um, if you got, you know, anything that you think about golf you want to talk to us about, that's all good. Um yeah, one I think, thing I'd like um, to to talk to people about is winter golf because obviously we're into that season now. So if anyone's got any thoughts on playing golf in the winter, uh, that'd be a good topic to do a, a podcast on. I think um, yeah. as we as we what, approach December. I'll tell you what, Rob. Maybe next week if we do a winter golf Q and A, put that up on air. Yeah, right? sounds good. Yeah, get people to DM us and message us, and we will do it in a couple of weeks or something. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah sounds good. Yeah, sounds cool. Good. So yeah, like I said, like there you can DM us and have a chat with us and come see us up and stuff like that. Really, you know, we're not we're not uh, horrible people, sort of thing. So yeah, it's all good. Oh, yeah. it's all... Oh, I'm quite horrible. Well, do oh, see, we're just being polite, mate. So if oh, we didn't do this, if we, I thought we're being honest. <laughs> well, no, but if, if if I didn't do this, I, I mean, I wouldn't be friends with you. But you know, yeah. fair enough. Um, fair enough. But also, like, and um. If this is the first podcast you're listening to because of Danny, maybe go back and check out some previous um, podcasts as well. We've got quite a collection there now. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, last week's, which was uh, the Rookie Golfer, mm-hmm. who reviewed who, um, reviews stuff and got a nice blog. Uh, we've got some really good ladies that have been on. We've got um, the Lady Golf Coach, the Lady Golf Blogger. We've had Rachel, who's a student of the Lady Golf Coach. Um, obviously mm-hmm. now Danny and obviously we've got some really good guys as well so we've had um, the presenter of the Sky Sports Golf Podcast Josh Antman mm-hmm. uh, we've had Northern Ball Markers yeah. uh, Patrick Koenig um, uh, Far Golf From Par Far From Par yeah uh, Golf From The Daily we've had Steve from um, Free Putt Life who's also does um, is it Buddy Golf he does his app yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Golf Views course yes golf views we've had uh charity golf discussions as well mm-hmm. you know we've got we've got quite a lot of podcasts on there and that's really good as well like check them out definitely uh, something there for everyone though yes um and even more so if you like just hearing me and rob talk shit basically <laughs> so this weekend we are playing at coldercott hall for uh the november society game uh are you making the journey rob I am indeed. You sure yes, it's cold or mate. Definitely cold or cot. Nine Just o'clock tee off. <laughs> it's Rob's longest um, journey. He's got two hours to drive. So. It is. And I'll tell you what, Warren, I've never played at cold or cot. What, what can I expect in a nutshell? In a nutshell, I would say you can expect some water, mm-hmm. um, some thick rough, mm-hmm. like not really long, but not really short, so in the middle. Mm-hmm. You can expect some some really good greens, but a couple of mediocre greens where the trees have grown. Like the tenth, it's not always the best green there. 
That is a really nice hole, yeah, because it's you tee off right in front of the clubhouse. There's a dip, and then there's sleepers like covering, like raised green. So there's sleepers upright oh, I see, in front yeah. of it. Looks really nice. Does look really smart. Yeah, it's one uh, of those annoying ones where you don't want to be rolled up just just short of that sleeper. <laughs> that is definitely a layout hole. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we've got some. They've got some really nice holes. We've got some really picturesque things as well. Some really picturesque nice. parts. Looking um, forward to that. But you do have some pylons going through. So if your ball hits the, the electric cable, that's, that's a dead ball. You can't pick mm-hmm. it up or nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's, it's good. And the food is nice there as well. Perfect. What more do you want? Good. Well, no, I'm sure we'll, um, we'll report back on that next week. Marvellous. I, I can't I can wait. can also report back on whether I'm still top of the league. We'll see. Oh, it's only taken until the end of the podcast you to crowbar like it. Well done, mate. <laughs> it might be my last chance. <laughs> Ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all good, mate. It's all good. All right, cool. buddy. Well, I shall see you on Sunday. I shall probably see you about eight o'clock when I have my coffee and bacon roll. Mm, I might have a little lay in and get there at half eight. Just Oof. shove the bacon roll in my mouth as I'm doing my warm up. <laughs> oh, cheeky. Yeah. Anyway, all right. have, all right, buddy. have a good week. See you later, mate. See you, mate. Oh, oh, oh.